Welcome, welcome to the Rebels and Renegades podcast. This is season two, episode eight. Season two has been all about relationships. And this week we want to dive into the relationship of the church slash Christian to culture. So we're just going to go ahead and break that down. My name is Pastor Tony Sandoval. As always, I got my buddy here. Aníbal Astorga de la Cruz. I'm Jeremy Chase. <laughs> what, was the, what was that weird I, pause? I think it's because they're all hungry. I was expecting yeah. you to say something. Yeah. I, I was. I was. I was, yeah. was going to call. My, uh, I was going to call myself a certain thing, but uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. thought you were too. That I was and, waiting for it, and nothing I, came. As a curveball, left you out to dry. Huh? Yeah, Daddy that's, Chunky. That's really <laughs> what it came down. I know. I, I I wanted to see what the reaction would be yeah. like. I threw a curveball right there. Yeah, not good was what we found. The reaction was not good. <laughs> well, it depends. It depends on what you're looking for. It could have been great. Yeah, it was a very, like, hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, not sure where to go from there, huh? Yeah. Scrap it. Scrap sure. this whole episode. Scrap, no, 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 let's continue. Let's continue. We're, too, we're deep in it now. Like, we're, let's, well, well, yeah, we're, we, we, just, we wanted to obviously break down kind of uh, the responsibility of the church or slash Christian with the rest of culture, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously Christians will say one thing, the church will say one thing, but culture oftentimes will say the opposite to that, right? And I think can, things can kind of get muddy, right? Like, mm-hmm. especially if you're a Christian, like you, you're not trying to get like completely torn down in the world, but yeah. you still got to live in the world, but you also want to be faithful to what you believe, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of like hot button topics, or you can, we can kind of go down the list of yeah. you know, abortion and homosexuality <laughs> and Christianity. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, we we won't go into those specifically or so. What's that? The, yeah, the tire squeak. Tire squeak. Yeah, that, that was very stop. good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, to stop. Yeah. yeah, I thought you were having a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> I was very afraid. <laughs> I was like, "Well, we, did, we just good. lost Jerry." Yeah. <laughs> you did a much better tire squeak. Yeah, that was a good one. That's your yeah. sound effect from now on. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think so. I think we see a lot often, right? That culture will say something completely opposite of the church or Christianity or what we believe or what's biblical, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, how how do you navigate the tension? that always seems to arise between culture, especially now with, you know, a lot of progressive culture and, you know, Christianity. I stuff it down. And like <laughs> deep down inside. <laughs> I ignore it. In your heart. Yeah. Ignoring no. your heart. Uh, I would, I would say that I always have to remember that there's two cultures that exist. Um, there's the kingdom of God culture and then there's the human culture. And I think human culture is always it, the primary goal of it is is you know pleasure and mm-hmm. happiness and whatnot. Um, but God's culture is 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 worship, right? And there's yeah. there's just there's a difference between the two. But I, I think I think I always have to remember that I've put a lot of work to not be a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And to an extent, all of us want to belong. We all want to connect. We all want to belong. We all want to be accepted. But I just have to remind myself that the opinion of who matters, like the person whose opinion matters the most is God's. Like yeah. what is God's opinion of me? Like his approval is most important. Yeah. And I have to remember not to seek 
the approval of man, but to seek the approval of God. Yeah. And I think when I when I remember that, it helps me to realign with the culture of God's kingdom rather than the American culture because, you know, I live in America. Yeah. And that's the one that's predominantly influencing American culture or Latino culture too. Mm-hmm. As a Mexican-American, uh, bicultural and bilingual. And so there's two cultures that oftentimes are competing with each other and, and, and putting a lot of influence. Mm-hmm. So I just have to remember myself, like, what is the culture of God's kingdom? Yeah. Because now that I'm a believer, now that I've given my life to Christ and my life is no longer mine, but yeah. and my body my body is no longer mine, like, mm-hmm. how, do, how do I how do I live with the perspective of the culture that Christ and, and God has set? Yeah. Is, uh, should influence me the most. And, and what yeah. I mean by that is, is my worldview, my perspective, how I interact with my neighbor, how I interact with everyone else is, is what is the kingdom of Christ's perspective, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Here's a, here's what we know. Culture is constantly changing for mm-hmm. some reason culture you know fashion culture is now about like the 90s and y2k you know but god never changes you know he he has stayed the same for ever yeah you know for all eternity he's he's going to be the same mm-hmm. uh it is it is what we think is in or you know what the the political mindset is of the day mm-hmm. it's always going to change and if we follow the the culture we're going to we're going to be let down because at some point that culture which is run by man they're going to do something that we didn't see coming and and we're going to lose our faith in them and yeah. we're going to our life is going to be up upended and yeah. but god never changes yeah yeah i think what what i've seen too is like um like you, obviously it's true i think we all three of us agree that the word of God doesn't change. God doesn't change, right? He does. He's not swayed by culture, right? Uh, and but the way that the church often will deliver the message of Christ changes, yeah. right? Like I feel like there was in the early two thousands. There's like there was this big change towards like seeker friendly churches, yeah, right, where everything was about the seeker. Let's make things, uh, and and then there was this move in the early, mid. 2000s like 2008 2010 where the reformed movement came in mm-hmm. to kind of uh you know C- christians always seem to like pivot like really yeah. quickly like right like yeah. like to pivot against each other right like so like the yeah. reformed movement said that the seeker friendly movement wasn't deep and there was no depth to it right and mm-hmm. then the seeker friendly movement was telling the reformed movement that you are not you your your responsibility is to get people into the church and saved and all that stuff, right? Yeah. And and I think what what I've always understood of the gospel is that the gospel is always going to be controversial. Like Jesus mm-hmm. said it, right? Like he came to divide, you know, people. Like people are going to be divided, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it's just the way that it is. Like and the problem is like when Christians try to add controversy to what's already controversial yeah sorry can you expand a little bit on the what jesus meant by like divide because that, that kind of sounds um i think if if someone doesn't know the context of the gospel yeah. uh, when jesus says yeah. like, i've come to, to divide he brought that double-edged sword right yeah. um, but it's the sword of the spirit that christ brought take um, us to church yeah so what Jesus was saying was that what he realized, what he was delivering, especially in that time of, of religious prowess where 
he was really going to divide families because some people wanted to stick with the old Jewish tradition yeah. of a becoming Messiah and didn't want to accept the Messiah was there. So yeah. he understood twofold. One, that it was going to, defi- to divide the Jewish world in that time, especially with the yeah. accepting of the Gentiles later on, the preaching of that message to the Gentiles, right? And also, I believe that Jesus understood that thousands of years later, that what he said was going to be controversial because of our lack of acceptance, because of our lack of understanding, yeah. lack of wisdom, yeah. right? And so I think the gospel itself and what Jesus said is inherently... Exclusive. Uh, ex- in, in, ex- I would say controversial in the way that like you it's hard to understand it's not hard to understand like i'm very much a proponent of the gospel is very simple to understand right. it's hard to accept yes mm-hmm. hard to accept right. and, and sometimes hard to execute correct yeah right so I, I i think what we've seen in the past few years especially with the politicized uh people are, are using christianity almost in a in a very aggressive violent kind of they're using uh, it as a weapon yeah they're using it as a weapon right you see this movement and, and if you like i've been listening to this podcast that studied like waves and movements in, within christianity like there was like the jesus centered the jesus people movement like the 70s and 80s and then there was yeah. like it moved to like mega churches in mm-hmm. the 80s and 90s right and then it went seeker friendly then it went reformed mm-hmm. and right now what you're seeing is like there's almost like a really weaponized version of Christianity that feels mean-spirited, that feels hyper-politicized, right? That feels, that just doesn't feel good. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there's there's that, the weaponized Christianity field, and there's the other camp um, that's like wanting to be inclusive in everything, like include, be inclusive so that everyone in in secular culture feel included. Mm -hmm. Universalism. Uh, Yeah, universalism, yeah. Feel represented. And so it's it's a challenge. It's a challenge because we never want to be off-putting just because of the sake of being off-putting yeah. and, and just be off-putting just because we want to we want to prove that we're right and everyone else is wrong but yeah. at the same time there's that that idea of inclusivity inclusivity kind of reminds me of the old testament where they started including the the deities of the neighboring mm-hmm. nations mm-hmm. and so they started adding idols right and so yeah. idolatry and so at, at a certain point just kind of what i asked tony if he could like Kind of expound a little more because there, there, there will be listeners who maybe are baby Christians and don't have the knowledge that we three have. But Jesus, when Jesus was saying, it's like I've come to to divide. Basically, he was saying I come to divide those who are against me and those who are for me. Mm-hmm. And you have to decide either you're for me or you're against me. Yeah. And Jesus also later in the Gospels made it clear, if you deny me before man. Mm-hmm. I will deny you before my father and my mm-hmm. father's angels. Mm-hmm. And so you have to, There, there's a crossroad that you have, every Christian has to come to, is either I'm all in for Jesus or I'm partially in for Jesus, but by being partially in for Jesus, that's basically rejecting Jesus. Yeah. yeah. You can't be half pregnant either. You're all pregnant or you're not pregnant at all. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I think it was very important. I think Jesus, Jesus was came to set the culture of the kingdom of god and i think pe- people that's why jesus that the disciples asked jesus show us the father mm-hmm. and jesus is like i'm showing you him yeah if you have seen me you have seen the father uh-huh. yeah and so that that to me is just like the culture of, of the kingdom of god and so pe- people christian like up to that point 
the the the, the disciples they all they knew was was being a Hebrew, being a Jew, right? Mm-hmm. And they knew like the law, the Old Testament, but they didn't know the culture of heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They didn't really know what it was like, and so Jesus came to put a face to mm-hmm. God, like yeah. a physical face, and the way that he treated women, mm-hmm. which was contra-cultural like what jesus mm. did speaking to the woman at the well mm. was incredibly incredibly controversial mm. because if you're a rabbi you have no business talking to a woman that you're not married to publicly yeah. and not only that was is that she was a woman but the worst thing according to that culture in that time is that this woman was biracial or multiracial yeah samaritan yeah, yeah so samaritan yeah. she so she was very mixed and, a, and an adulterer and, a, and an adulterer too Yes, because she had multiple partners, right? Yeah. Were married multiple times, so all these things were super countercultural and culturally taboo. Yeah. And Jesus comes with the culture of heaven and like ignore, not ignores, but culture of heaven will always prioritize the salvation, yeah, and the restoration of a soul mm-hmm. to be restored in relationship and right relationship with God. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that's what I loved about Jesus is that Jesus didn't come to play games. Mm-hmm. Like he came. And he was very kind, very loving, very compassionate. But at the same time, he kept it real, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's why he he flipped tables. That's why he yeah. he made that whip and he clean, cleared out the temple because the temple is a house of prayer, a house of worship, and it is to be holy. Mm-hmm. And often human culture is unholy. Yeah. yeah. And so often, what you predominantly see, if you just go on TikTok or if you go on 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 Instagram. What you predominantly see is always sexual jokes or sexual yeah. innuendo, and so there's all these things that that we have to be careful as Christians that if we consume too much of human culture, it'll start influencing um, how we relate to God's culture. Yeah, well, it's a it's all an idol, you know. It's all yeah. a god culture. Culture is a god to people, and that's really where uh, that's really where the gospel becomes offensive is because. Jesus, God, is is basically saying, I want you to give up your idols. You know, whatever yeah. that is, whether it's um, you know, your 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 beliefs and, and identity, whether it's your 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 political views. Political views, your culture of where you grew up. Right. It these are all idols. Whether or not you think they are, they are because because you are beholden to them. You follow them. And what God's saying is put all that aside and follow me because everything that I have for you is going to be better for you. You know, it's, it's going to take the yoke off. It's going to take the weight off that culture puts on you of having to perform, of having to look right, of having to say the right thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So as, as you were saying that I was, I was remembering when I was meditating on my drive here, because I knew we were going we to talk about culture is one of the things that is, is kind of, is really tragic. And I, I see it a lot on TikTok because I know out of the three of us, I'm the one who's kind of interacting more with TikTok. Yeah. I refuse I, to be, yeah. I refuse to be on TikTok. Yeah. That's, that's fine. I yeah. can't, I can't, I can't. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. barely on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the things that I'm seeing a lot is young people, they've been putting a lot of emphasis, even Christians on astrology. What, uh, what zodiac yeah. sign are you? And that, that Jesus is very clear. And the old Testament Dude. is very clear. 
that that is not of God. That is the not Enne- in the kingdom of it's God. It's the Enneagram, dude. And the Enneagram. The, so all it the, was it was a worm in there. Yeah. So basically, these what people are doing is even Christians is like, well, I'm a Taurus or I'm a Scorpio or I'm a whatever, mm-hmm. and because I'm this. Therefore, I'm gonna be this way, mm. and, and 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 if I'm toxic, then it's not my fault because this I'm is my like Taurus. I'm yeah. a Taurus or a Scorpio. Yeah. I I've no I, I have Whatever. no idea yeah. what sign I am, and I don't care. But but see that little things like that culturally and things that are contrary to the culture yeah. of the kingdom of God. And and so I was thinking about how like often people think like, well, this is how I am, and and because of this, I have to date this type of person. So those those are just mm-hmm. influences that culture has over young mm-hmm. people right now. And mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot on mm-hmm. on TikTok. I'm seeing a lot on Instagram, and which is why the reasons why uh, every couple months or every every two months I have to fast from social media for a week mm-hmm. to kind of just like <laughs> just detox from it. Detox, yeah. yeah. Because sometimes even if it's innocently, I just consume a lot of like culture. Yeah, even, yeah. even Christian TikTok. Yeah. There, there are certain things that are funny, but even then, like, you can still kind of tell when people don't really have a deep understanding of gospel and theology. Mm. But because it's entertaining and you don't have to put a lot of thought to it, like, mm. you consume it. Yeah. You know, and so it's, it, it's empty calories is what I'm saying. Is Even mm. on the Christian TikToks, even though it's really funny, it really is like McDonald's. And after, yeah. after a while, you have to get off McDonald's and actually have a really, yeah. like, a, an actual healthy meal. Yeah. yeah. I think, like, you know, it's important to note, like, we are, you know, last episode we talked about Crocs. You know, we were, you know, we we know what co- culture stuff. We participate in, in yeah. certain aspects of culture. You know, Animals on TikTok, Tony loves Crocs. You know, I love <laughs> I love The Office. That's monster. Yeah, that you know, was pretty that's hard. Monster. I love The <laughs> Office. I love, you know, I love the drama that, you know, keeping up with the Kardashians and all that stuff well, provides, you know, I watch love is blind, you know, I, it's, a, it's a, a dating show. I mean, is that the, there's, isn't it's there on one? Ne- it's on Netflix. There's one that's like an Island, right? Or something. I don't know about that. Love, one. I think but, love, I love Island, you know, but so is, we should, we should watch. yeah. So <laughs> we're, we're not, we're not blind. We're not blind to the things right. yeah. of this world. You yeah. know, we, we enjoy some of these things, yeah. but it's important that we, that we can separate it and say this yeah. is this is no longer good for me and yes. I, and I remove it from my life. Yeah. And Paul made it clear that just because certain things are permissible they're not beneficial. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, um, when you are in Christ with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit gives you conviction. There are certain things that are not necessarily morally wrong or they're yeah. not necessarily a sin. But they're not beneficial to you, and you 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 have to be careful with that because it can become spiritually gluttony, yeah, right? Yeah. Spiritual gluttony. So anything that you consume in excess, after a while, it becomes an idol, and it's not good for you. So yeah. it's just you just have to re- you just have to remember. So basically, we're not saying to our listeners get off TikTok, get off blah blah blah. Just be really mindful that that you're spending more time in the kingdom of God mm. than you are in the kingdom of man. Mm, and yeah. so it's very important to ask the Holy Spirit to help every day yeah. to shape you yeah. and to have the Holy Spirit be the one who influences yeah. you. The Holy Spirit, God the Son, and God the Father are the only influencers that you should truly be yeah. influenced yeah. day in, day out. I always hear like, you know, where wherever your checkbook is going, you know, wherever your bank account, your money is going, that's mm. where your heart is. Mm. Yeah. You know, and I think that counts for your hours in the day too. If you, if you spend a lot of hours and social media or spend a lot of hours at the gym or yeah, you know, that's true. then it's like mm-hmm. those are those are hours that you're not spending 
you know, in scripture, there are hours that you're not spending with your brothers and sisters in Christ, you know? Yeah. Um, and again, we're not saying that the gym is bad. We're not saying, you know, but like making sure that it's not your entire life. Yeah. Yeah, some people can become consumed with gym culture as well, right? Yeah. And anything you can become consumed with anything. Even beach body. You mean being a beach a, body. You mean being a musician, right? Or, or or like watching anime or whatever, right? Yeah. There's Christians can easily become really consumed by by things that. And so it's basically what what I come to understand worship is is what you're what you're consumed with. What you focus on. What you're focused on. Mm-hmm. What your mind is constantly mm-hmm. meditating on, thinking about—that's that's worship. Yeah. And so, yeah, you, you do have to be careful. Yeah, I think like yeah. so, like with culture, that's let's just say, I don't know, the of the world, right? Culture mm-hmm. of the world, mm-hmm. right? I, I'm never really like disappointed in that culture because you expect a culture that removes God from it to yeah. be dark, dark or wrong. Yeah. It's or doing exactly ridiculous. what it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah. I'm, I'm never like really disappointed in it. No. I think what I get really disappointed is when I see culture within uh, within the kingdom, within church, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I see division. And I think that is what really makes me disappointed. Yeah. Right? yeah. I, I don't specifically like, like when people put other preachers or pastors on blast, right? Especially like when, when there's big falls in moral uh, standing, yeah. right? Like, you know, like, you know, like the whole stuff that's happening with like Hillsong and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Like, I, I do think it's important to keep people accountable, mm-hmm. right? But don't keep them accountable when they've made all their mistakes. Like you should have been keeping yeah. them accountable before then. Yeah. Right? Don't go hang their laundry out in front. Street. Yeah, and it, it's just like, it, it, what good does that do? Yeah. Right. And so, like, yeah. I, I get more like, and then I hear people like really uh, like uh, get really like controversial on their theology, whether mm-hmm. the, you know they believe there's a hell or not, whether they believe in moves of the Holy Spirit, the cessationists or not, yeah, whether yeah. they believe that the the Trinity is is a really a thing or if it's three different entities. Like there's all these different yeah. like theological pieces where people argue with, right? And people always want to hear from like the most famous of preachers, right? Mm-hmm. Like they'll yeah. they'll like uh, a famous preacher is like uh, you know the bishop T.D. Jakes, right? And they, they mm. really try to corner him on what he really specifically believes, right? Yeah. And they do that with like a Stephen Furtick or they do that with like a, uh, uh, well, Matt Chandler's actually pretty open about what he believes he's, you know. So it, it's kind of like, it, it's what good is that bringing the kingdom, right? And I, yeah. I think it's really important to have a very firm grasp on your theology and what you believe and why you believe it. Yeah. But also I think it's like, you're never going to really please everybody right so as long as we can come to an agreement on what's the most important thing right on what's mm-hmm. what we do believe right that the gospel is real the bible was uh all those written by man it was you know predestined and, and ordained and inspired by god himself yeah right if we believe that jesus came lived for 30 years yeah. ministered for three died on the cross and was resurrected right if we can believe in those things yeah right then i don't care how you worship i don't care what your music sounds like so to speak i, I don't care what what flavor of christianity you have but uh, i i think that 
that that's become this theme within the Christian community and Christian culture mm-hmm. that it, it's it's become really easy to tear somebody down yeah. and like poke holes in their thing because cool I just put together a reel a one minute reel bashing this particular yeah uh, church, that's right? what culture that's what yeah secular culture does yeah. it, it, it's funny because Christians complain about cancel culture and like oh cancel yeah. culture blah 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 yeah. everyone's eh. but we cancel culture is very savage within the Christian the world yeah. we cancel we we're willing to cancel other believers and and sometimes i, I kind of make mm-hmm. the joke is like who needs enemies when you have brothers and sisters in christ <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yeah. it's kind of harsh and i I, sh- I i should repent of saying that but sometimes it's just some of the most harshest uh, feedback and comments um have been from other christians and even i at mm-hmm. times have been pretty harsh and so i just have to be have to be mindful of that and yeah. I, i've mentioned kingdom culture and the culture of heaven a lot and i think an easy way for baby Christians or people who maybe uh, are are earlier in their walk with Christ to kind of get an understanding of what the culture of God is. I would read the fruits of the Spirit, mm-hmm. and uh, is it Galatians? I believe. Uh, sorry, I'm like uh, I'm blanking out right now where the fruits of the Spirit are. Um, we'll look it up. But basically, write it, uh, write it down on Instagram. Go to our go to our page. Write it down. What is, what are the, where are the fruits of the spirit found? Yeah, where are the fruits of the spirit found? But yeah, meditate on the fruit of the spirit. And also, a, another good thing is to so the fruits of the spirit. And if you listen to the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew, mm-hmm. uh, Jesus tells you what what it's like to be part of the kingdom of God. And you know, it's like uh, just the generosity, the 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 selflessness, the the just everything that God wants from us to be patient, to be kind, to be merciful, to mm-hmm. to be just all these things you can find in the fruit of the spirit, in the Sermon on the Mount, and um, uh, I think the last thing I'll say is is um, one of the areas that that I've kind of I think struggled with is I remember I listened to a a Christian um, I used to listen to a Christian rapper a lot and i've started kind of pulling back a lot because he's been getting really into culturally he's been getting into certain things that are kind of starting to get weird is it jaw rule no it's not jaw rule uh, <laughs> justin bieber is he still a believer jaw rule i don't know yeah I thought that was the funny name i thought yeah no yeah. but, but so, that, so this believer uh, early on in his career kanye was, west christian rapper no not kanye kidding, kidding. Uh, no 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 i i know um He's, he he sampled a he sampled a song he he sampled a movie and in the movie it says the movie quote I think it was Jack Nicholson I forget who the, who was in this movie and it, the quote says I don't want to be a product of my environment I want my environment to be a product of me hmm. and that's always been something that I've kind of struggled with is like am I being a product of my environment where and what I'm currently doing or in the season that I'm in or am is my environment being a product of me yeah. so that. I think yeah, I think that's where it, that I was um, trying to get to was that, like like the Christian culture needs to stop fighting with himself in order to be influencers to yeah. the rest of culture. Yes, right. Like we can't seem to stop arguing with each other. Yeah, if for long enough to be able to actually help yeah. the rest of culture. Yeah, yeah. Why so would, why yeah. would somebody want to be a part of a family yeah. if they're always tearing each other yeah, apart? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, the outsiders bro. are like, what? Well, well, why even go to church? If <laughs> I can do that here. <laughs> yeah, I could fight over here. Like. <laughs> I, I, I can be a, tux, a toxic one. And I can actually yeah. hit somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think that's that's general agreement is like the Christian culture has to be influencers of the rest of culture and not allow the rest of culture to influence itself. Right. 
so I think to kind of like if we were to summarize, I know for me, I would recommend that the listeners they they look up fruits of the spirit. Yeah, it it is in Galatians, by the way. Yeah, Galatians, fruit well, of the spirit. They don't have to answer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the fruit. I of just the, gave away the answer. No, but you yeah. didn't get the chapter. You didn't get the chapter. So yeah. fruits of the spirit. Look it up. Sermon on the Mount in Matthew. Uh, I think those would be a good place to what I mean about knowing what Jesus the culture type of culture that Jesus wants us to be a part of mm-hmm. as believers and how he behaved, mm-hmm. how he interacted with, with, with uh, women that were accused of adultery, how he interacted with men that were leprous and were outcasts. So Jesus will teach you how to treat others and how to, how to behave yeah. um, in the gospels. Um, what about you guys? How would you? Yeah. I mean, for me, you know, just focus and look in and study where your life is focused on you know where your finances are focused where your you know eyes are are paying attention to and if it's if it's overwhelmingly not jesus or not christ or you know make a change yeah you have no business being an influencer if the holy spirit's not influencing you boom yeah boom and the series and the and the yeah if if we were to end the podcast today that would be it yeah Cue the, uh, the outro music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the Rebels and Renegades podcast. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Rebels and Renegades podcast. The intro song is Ark by Shangri-La Kids. Make sure to listen to them on Spotify and iTunes. They're amazing. Logo was created by Gus. Follow him on Instagram for your artistic needs at Assembled Studios. That's at Assembled Studios. And Assembled is spelled with a Z instead of an S. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Rebels and Renegades Pod. If you love us, make sure to leave us a five-star review on iTunes at the Rebels and Renegades Podcast. We'll see you next week. Stay. Stay.